Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet, about fans, by fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten and it's about four or five hours before Manchester United against Juventus at Old Trafford. It's a very clay, grey overcast day and there's quite a lot of people outside the stadium already. There are a lot of Juventus supporters and I've just started speaking to a group of lads. Where are you from? In Italy. Italy. I I know this but whereabouts in Italy? uh, Calabria. Calabria. And um, how are you feeling about the, the game this evening between Manchester and Juventus? Are you confident? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I think uh, this is uh, uh, a good uh, year to finally win uh, our, uh, our champions. And you were finalists in 2015 in Berlin and again in, uh, in Cardiff yeah. against uh, Real Madrid. I can think. Did you buy Ronaldo to win this competition? Uh, no, sorry, I don't. You, you, uh, Juventus buy Ronaldo yeah. to win the champions. Yeah, but I think uh, Ronaldo is not uh, uh, the only uh, player that can take uh, champions in Turin in uh, Juventus because uh, in uh, the last four years, uh, two times uh, we have um, we had the possibility to win uh, the champions. But uh, have a Ronaldo in our team uh, is other other thing, uh, yeah. And which Juventus players have been the most important in recent years for you? Uh, Marchisio, Chileni, um, Buffon. Yeah, or, uh, you yeah, seem to have a, a brilliant out, team. No, the most important uh, players for Juventus. Yeah, uh, in. Uh, the last four years, I think uh, Conte, the manager, has been uh, uh, has make make a difference. Um, everywhere, anyway, I think Buffon, uh, Chiellini, I think Del Piero has, has been uh, the players uh, who incited in. Uh, How in was Oman. Paul Pogba for Juventus? How? How good was Paul Pogba? For Juventus was important player. Mm, I personally I don't don't said when Pogba go out because I think uh, if you play uh, one year uh, and uh, pay Pogba uh, uh, one hundred million uh, about one hundred million, I Pogba <laughs> I give you with my car uh, because my, every player I think uh, is uh, so. If you if you think uh, Belotti in Italia Belotti. Uh, last year in June uh, pay 100 million 100 million now I think 10 15 million <laughs> for this reason uh, is more uh, what about Patrice Evra uh, I love Patrice Evra I love uh, like player and uh, like person because uh, Patrice Evra loves Juventus loves 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 I follow him I follow me you are from the south of Italy. Describe yeah. the support, the tifosi of uh, Juventus. It's national. It's not just in Turin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Juventus uh, is the uh, is all the world know of of Turin. Uh, for this reason, uh, a lot of people starting from everywhere uh, in Italy and everywhere in Europe in, in the world because. Uh, Juventus is uh, is not uh, um, uh, a team of uh, the same city when uh, we live in. Uh, Juventus is the old people that loves there. Why is uh, Paolo Nedved so important for you? Pavel Nedved, Pavel Nedved, uh, <laughs> Pavel Nedved. Uh, uh, we love Pavel Nedved uh, for um, many, many, many uh, regions. Uh, one of the which is uh, Pavel Nedved no go, uh, no went to Inter when uh, Inter uh, tried tried to. So to Winter pay. was winning every, Pavel every Nedved, year. Uh, yeah, Pavel, Pavel Nedved said no. Only Juventus, uh, especially in um, second league in Serie B Italia. 
Father Nedved stay there, and Ibra, <laughs> for this reason, uh, just this uh, to, to love for, uh, for the life. <laughs> What do you think of uh, Jose Mourinho? Because he was the manager of Inter when they won the Champions League. Uh, Mourinho, uh, I dispreciate Mourinho. Uh, I don't like, uh, I don't like, I think he's a, a good motivator, uh, uh, mental coach, uh, uh, I think uh, the best, but uh, in um, to football uh, I don't see a play, a play like uh, I love, like I want. Uh, I, uh, I, I love uh, manager like Conte, uh, like uh, manager like Guardiola, but I know this... Uh, You've mentioned Conte twice, but what about um, Allegri? Ale he's, your, he's your current manager and he's been there three you, or four years. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, must, you must know that Allegri, uh, um, for uh, a lot of uh, supporters of Juventus, uh, no love him. Why? <laughs> I asked me the same thing. I, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, like uh, a person can um, uh, can dispresent Allegri. Allegri, uh, I think Allegri now is the better. Is the best of the world because it is not easy to win. Uh, for uh, after four uh, years, Conte, when um, I think uh, he know uh, that uh, no win more uh, with Juventus, uh, uh, go. Go, go away. Allegri uh, continued this, um, this win of uh, Juventus. Uh, for the, I think Allegri will, uh, will win a champion with Juventus. And Ronaldo has been good for you so far? He's playing well? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, of course, yes, Ronaldo. Uh, I think uh, Ronaldo just uh, um, entered in the Hallett Stadium. Uh, only, only him. Uh, special. Predict special. the score tonight. Which score do you think Manchester United Juventus? I think uh, you Manchester United. All of you. Ah, all of you. All four of you. Uh, for, for me. Manchester United 1, uh, Juventus 2. 1 1. Manchester 1, uh, Juventus 2. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> so, after speaking to the Juventus fans, I thought I'd have a word with the most Mancunian man in the world, Binzi, who's <laughs> outside Old Trafford, first of all. United Juventus, huge game. Yeah, it is a huge game. It's also a very tough game as well. But nobody gave us a prayer at Chelsea and the lads turned up. I, I sense a bit of defiance in your voice. Yeah, this. You're backing the manager? All the way. Really? All the way. Yeah? All the way. Back your manager. Not the merry-go-round, keep sacking them, you know what I mean? Stick with the manager. Who's better than him at the moment? Back Mourinho. But listen, upstairs, you need to give him the money that he needs. Let's hope it's true about this... Uh, Saudi prince. Nah, do you really? Do you want to be taken over by a group of Saudis? Not really, no. but but that's the way the football's going now in this country. It doesn't make it right, though. No, I know it doesn't make it right, but what do you want to do, Andy, get left behind? I don't think United needs to be taken over by anybody, unfortunately. Well, the, we the, do. We the, need the somebody club, who's the, got the club at heart, the, not the, the money. Club are, unfortunately, the club are buyable. So if you look at Barcelona or Madrid, you can't buy them. So the ship has long sailed with Manchester United when, when it became a public company. So you've now got a situation where you've got the Glazers who are taking money out of the club, I think a billion in interest. Well, that, um, well I'd rather have a Saudi prince who putting is money pumping in, money like in. City. I'm just not comfortable with the... No, I agree with you. I a lot of aspects you, of... Look, if we had our own TV rights, we'd blow a lot of them out of the water. But... Have you um, been to Italy watching United? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah? Yeah. Which game? Do you give to Chirin in 84, did you? Was that the... Um... Cup winner's cup one. It was the one where... It was in Among the Thugs. Um, it was a mad chapter in Among the Thugs, the book, when uh, I think O'Neill hitched to it. No, I don't think I went to them. No, yeah. no. And um, you feel that even though the team are some way off the pace in the Premier League, there's still a lot of reasons to be positive here. yeah. Of course there is. Look, we're not that far off the pace. What do you think of Pogba? 
I don't. I think he's got the tools, but when he played for Juventus, he had Perlo next to him. Who's he got next to him? You know what I mean? We definitely need. We need somebody at the back. We need. We need a central defender. That's without a shadow of a doubt. And we need a striker. We need a. a we need a goal scorer. I was. I did um, an interview last week with Paul Scholes, which you might have read <laughs> or robbed it, like everyone else. Um, and then he was making the point that the team used to have four strikers, and now there's only really one. So you had Cole, Sheringham. York and Solskjaer and now there's Lukaku and lots of players who can play as forwards but, yeah, but if it's not working for him or if he's tired there's not really anyone but who can football's him. moved on from when Scaldi was playing four yeah. strikers like so is, is, is only one striker the solution then? not really you think for me you need another yeah one? we definitely need another one Pip's changed it hasn't he what's yeah. his name Pip Pop or something whatever they call him <laughs> Is that what you call Mr Guardiola? <laughs> no, I call him other names. I certainly don't. Is that your polite, your polite <laughs> That's the polite one for your podcast. Um, <laughs> finally, prediction for tonight, please. <sighs> my heart tells me 2-1 United, but my head tells me 2-0 Juventus. <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> Just leaving Old Trafford now as the Juventus kit men load those famous black and white shirts into vans to begin their journey back to Turin. Manchester United nil, Juventus 1 was the final score. It was a fair result. If anything, Juventus deserved to have a bigger lead. Uh, they completely outclassed Manchester United, especially in the first half, when I think they had 72% of the possession. I'm obviously disappointed because I'm a United fan, but I can find a lot that I admired in that Juventus team. The defence was absolutely magnificent. And Jose Mourinho rightly pointed out that Bernucci and Cialeni um, could do a course at Harvard in a Masters in central defending. But to the right, I thought Joao Cancelo was very good. And um, Alexandro to the left. Juventus were excellent. Uh, and with Oliver Kay, um, the chief football writer from the Times newspaper... Have I got your title right there? You've got it slightly wrong, but that's, Go on. Uh, but that's fine. Chief Football Correspondent. Chief Football I've, Correspondent. I'm never sure what the difference is, but... Um, All right, I just say, I say you're the editor at the time, so yeah. there. Uh, what did you make of it tonight? Um, I, well, I think you summed it up quite nicely. I mean, Juventus was so impressive, particularly in that first half. It's, um, it's, I mean, we talk about the, the experience of Bonucci and, and Chiellini and obviously the know-how of Ronaldo, but it's actually quite a young team. It's a, it's a new look Juventus team that has been sort of brought together over the last three years, and not—I mean, despite what Jose Mourinho was saying afterwards—not at vast expense. If you look beyond Ronaldo, lots of sort of 30, 40 million pound signings, but it's not been. If you look at the way they've, you know, they they, they, um, they sold Pogba um, in twenty sixteen, they've reinvested so so well. So Betancourt cost nine million. Yeah, Twenty-one. Exactly. I watched him for Boca Juniors in Argentina. I exactly. could see he was magnificent. Yeah. Why aren't the top English teams in for somebody like that? I mean, I think there are stronger links between Italy and Argentina yeah. culturally. So maybe there's a, a stronger in there. Cancelo, uh, who Cancelo. I mentioned before, yeah, forty million is not cheap. But gosh, he looks worth it, doesn't he? Yeah, and it, I thought it was interesting that, that Mourinho mentioned him in the pre-match press conference. He, he sort of. Uh, when reeling off Juventus his, his great players he, he mentioned Cancelo and, and I thought well you know, because we're conditioned to, to thinking this way whenever Mourinho says anything I was thinking right is, it, is he mentioned that for a reason was he, was he well, one he, of he's Jose's a compatriot, yeah. Um, but he but look I mean, he, he was at Valencia looks a really really good player Alexandro um, picked up relatively cheap even Dybala was, was signed from Palermo he, he, he you know Mourinho might talk about Juventus as he did, uh, as this incredibly ambitious club, always striving for best. But they're not a club who have the means necessarily to beat United in the transfer market to players if they both go. For them. They sell the best player to United. Exactly, exactly. And they've and they've 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 wheeled and dealed very effectively. I mean, even when they even when they signed Ronaldo, they they um, and, and re-signed Bonucci, they let um, Higuain go. Higuain go back and. You saw, yet, despite all those changes over the last few years, that looked like a team with real know-how, with a real sense of chemistry. Whereas United just, I mean, apart from 
20 minutes here and there this season looked like a team completely without um, chemistry, cohesion, all, all the kind of things that, that great teams have. And, and I just looked at United and thought, well, it's not a disgrace. To, there's no shame in losing to this Juventus team. No shame whatsoever. Um, they gave it... A, I mean, it, it ended up 1-0 be, better than you probably would have feared after, after 40 minutes. But... Um, they just, Juventus they're a looked, team. Juventus look like a team. a team, absolutely. They're High fit. quality team, yeah. better in every department. Than they buy United. young, they buy old. Yeah. They've got they're planning two years ahead. They know that exactly. Lichstein is going to go to Arsenal because yeah. he's passed it. So they bring in Cancelo, they bring Alexandro. And Alexandro wanted to join Manchester United. Mm. You wonder why? Because <laughs> he's playing for a, a better team. They buy Patrice Evra when most Manchester United fans think he's finished. And yeah. he has two and a half really good seasons there before starting. Yeah, Danny Alves. Um, they're doing a lot right. Well, and that's yeah. in a league which, if you listen to the marketeers of the Premier League, <laughs> would say is a backwater. Well, yeah, but, the, but, but it clearly isn't. And, and Juventus uh, are a, a very, very good team. Uh, Napoli are a very good team. Again, because they've... Because they've um, recruited well and built very well and, and they beat Liverpool a few weeks ago and, and they they look like a force in, in European football like, like they have been the last um, couple of seasons and, and United look way off that level at the moment yeah. way off you're on deadlines I'm not going to keep you much longer <laughs> and the Manchester drizzle has just started I'm glad it held off because we're the new United we stand out today but we've had dry days so far in comparison with last season finally what do you think on Mourinho and his future he spoke quite honestly there about the gap between him and, and, uh, and between United and other clubs do you think that is a dig at the club because they've not backed him in the transfer market when he was saying Juventus they win and they go out and buy even better players they get rid of Higuain and they bring in Ronaldo they bring Bonucci back and yeah. it seemed to me to be so pointed because yeah. he's not being backed yeah, well, in his mind, he hasn't been backed. I think if you look at the money he spent over the three he spent a lot. years, he spent he spent a lot. Obviously, he would have he would have wanted to spend more. Um, obviously, he would have wanted to get real top class central defenders and top class fullbacks, and he's not been able to do that. Um, but he's, he's but, sanctioned but, Bailly and Lindelof. Yeah, the first yeah, he has. And, and 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 if we're, and if we're talking about, about you know the, the the quality, the the, the real the really inspired purchases Juventus have made. I mean, if you look at what United United's top level deals in the transfer market have been so lazy, so um, so predictable, so so unimaginative, so, so much as, as if they look like they've been um, done more work on them in the in the commercial department and uh, the, the blinded the by star names. They, well, absolutely, they have been uh, not this summer. No, um, because I think they just thought. Well, they bought well, Fred and he's not playing. No, exactly, and they bought Sanchez and and, and a lot, and, and um, that's not really working either. Either, but in terms of Mourinho, I'm, I'm I would say I'm probably of the of the Paul Scholes um, view in the if you look at if you listen to anything Paul Scholes says of him, clearly he didn't want him there in the first place. I, I, he would Mourinho, I think even going back ten years when when he was at Inter and people were always saying. As far back as 2008, oh, maybe, maybe um, Mourinho will inherit. Uh, so, uh, follow on from Ferguson when the time comes. I, I always felt Mourinho is not a right fit for Old Trafford. I think a lot of United loyalists feel that way that that that, uh, that Mourinho is not someone whose visions and 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 ambitions and aspirations match United's. Um, apart from winning, I think there's more to it than that. Um, so I. I expected Mourinho to come in, do a certain job that would be very good in the short term, probably quite damaging in, in, in the medium term, um, and it hasn't even lived up to those expectations. Obviously, they were the first, the, the, the two trophies, the League Cup, and the Europa League, the first season. But I, I haven't been, I haven't ever felt with Mourinho here that, that there's there's been a real sense of a strategy, a vision, and moving in any particular direction. And it feels like it's heading towards. Uh, fizzling out really I, I think it's, it's it's not been that sort of turbulent sort of <laughs> marriage which which um, sort of heads towards the rocks after a couple of years it, it's been one that's never really taken taken you know it's, it's never really 
uh, never really worked. It's never really looked functional. Um, and I, but I, again, I'm of the school's view that there's no point sacking him now. No, if, 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 I think a lot of people will say he should be sacked if he, if he, if he loses the next game. Well, I, I think it wouldn't make much sense to sack him mid-season unless you think there's a his his perfect replacement is, is available now and if, if people think it's Zidane who you could get now or Conte who you could get now then well yeah go ahead and do that but to me it would not make sense um, You mentioned Skulls twice there in that interview um, You did a very good uh, interview with ESPN uh, last week, I'm not sure who the interviewer was. Thank you, I shall pay you handsomely <laughs> for that but, but seriously what did you make of, of his points because I sat in front of him and he didn't want Jose Mourinho to lose his job yeah, and yeah. when I saw how it was then reported on people tend to sort of cherry pick and twist slightly mm-hmm. but I, I, I saw the feedback when it was published and 90% of it not all of it um, was, was positive and, and in agreement with Scholes mm-hmm. and then you also had people saying why is he keeping uh, why does he keep digging at the club yeah no, no I, I, I did a column on, on that very subject on Saturday on, on the back of your interview and, and, and I, I'm in agreement with, with what he says I, know, I mean th- there, there must be a generation of United fans growing up now who think Scholes is Paul Scholes is some bitter old bloke. He's who, not who, sat who, in front of him. Who, who takes just, pot shots at the club. He's not. He at just all. speaks honestly. Exactly. There's no agenda there. Exactly. No agenda whatsoever. If I mean, same thing. You know, Gary Neville's making the same points. Rio Ferdinand's making the same point. Roy Keane obviously is, is a different character, but but he makes the same points. And every journalist makes the same points. And and every or nearly every fan will make the same points. Obviously, you get some fans who who take umbrage at any criticism of, 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 of their club and, and think that anyone who says a bad word about against them is is the enemy. Um, but I, I don't know any United fan, of the, the many United fans I know, are all just deeply depressed by, I'm not saying the events of the past five weeks, I'm saying the, event, the events of the past five years. It's just seemed to be one long drift rather than... People saying it, it's it's you know a, a bad few weeks. It just seems to be a continuation, really, of of the state of play of the, the last five years. And given that those five years have been so miserable, it's amazing that they've actually had three trophies to show to show for it. Because a lot of clubs, ha- a lot of clubs haven't. I thank you for your time. The rain's starting to get slightly heavier. We can read your stuff in the newspaper which you own, which is the, the, which is the Times and I, the Sunday Times. I, I own and edit. Yes. You own and, and edit. Yeah. Thanks, Ollie. All right. I'm going to head so off, mate. You, okay. you take care. I'm going to carry on, on talking. Uh, it's close to midnight now and the stragglers, the last few people, are leaving Old Trafford. It's disappointing, clearly. You lose a home game and it's very rare even now to see Manchester United struggling to get out of their half as happened against Juventus and I do have a lot of admiration for for what Juventus have done and what they're doing and they did it in a, against a backdrop of Syria being pushed uh, backwards it was a troubled league and they just built it a long term strategy they get their players as fit as they can I know players who've gone there um, top class players Evra, Mandzukic and they said they've never worked harder in their career as until they arrived in, in Turin. They're staying in the uh, hotel, even when they lived in Turin, pre-season for three weeks. Their body fat was being taken every day. There were all sorts of scientific tests going on, and it shows they are a machine with a hunger to win more and more and more. And winning Serie A is not enough for them. They want to win the Champions League, and I think they deserve it. I really do. They've they've been in the final twice I think Juventus have been in the final more than any other team and not, not won it and they're going to win this group now my worry is will Manchester United get out of this group they've now got an away game in Turin and you've got to say United will be clear underdogs there and then there's the home game against Burn and then we've got an away game against Valencia which is looking like it's going to be a decider and that's going to be a very tough place to go to as well when I saw Mourinho talking afterwards um, I felt he was being honest with himself Um, I felt that I respected him I looked at him and thought I'm quite happy with him being manager of Manchester United at the moment and that might not tell you everybody's opinion and I know that there's major issues um, with the club but who else do you get in when the club is 
not going to change overnight in terms of the, the structure. And there's another side to that as well. Uh, I get the point that United don't want to sell Martial in the summer just because he wants to leave. And I think the club did well in keeping Martial, although he's not as consistent as we'd all hope. Same with Luke Shaw. There's good players there, but they're not great players, are they? They don't look like great players anyway. Not at the moment, not under Mourinho. And it really was a many games boys in that, that first half. So it's raining heavily now. Uh, the next podcast will be uh, brought to you from Everton. At the weekend, I've got a few of our former players lined up as well. I hope you're enjoying them. And I'd like to thank everyone for buying the latest issue of United Stand. We will also be standing against Everton at the weekend. And now I'm going to hand over to the lads who are on the other side of Old Trafford to see what their thoughts are from tonight's game. Until next time from me, goodbye. It's post-match after United's uh, home defeat to Juventus in the Champions League. Um, with me is Ant Shaw. And Bloom is here and uh, Aaron, welcome back, mate. Cheers, Steve. Yeah, it's been a while. I know, yeah, I know. For yeah. one reason, I've not, I've not been here, but yeah. I've been available for all the international weekend. You know what it's like <laughs> at the start of the season, but yeah, um, yes. someone, yeah, well, someone else isn't here is, uh, is John Ashton. Um, some of you know John very well. Um, he's not here because he's uh, laid his dad to rest today, so uh, he's had a tough time with it. So, uh, you know, John, we're all thinking about you, mate. Uh, he was brilliant in the church today, lads. He did this speech, which was just sensationally funny. So he did a top job with that. Far funnier than anything he's ever fucking said on air, I should add. The fucking fraud. But, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was brilliant today. So uh, hopefully he'll be back with us soon. Uh, we've obviously just watched the game. Um, most United fans were certainly expecting us to build on um, what was ultimately a very positive second-half performance, albeit not result at Chelsea. And I think a lot of United fans came here tonight with the tails up thinking uh, you know we might have something to go at here and uh, you know uh, let's hopefully with Ronaldo coming back in the atmosphere and it should be one of those nights that United get up for and at, uh, in typical fashion it feels as if we've kind of gone right back to where we were yeah very flat um, I think um, I've taught this quite badly in terms of like the night um, I, I, I'm struggling to see many positives from it Except for the the players that you know, um, you know, your Ashley Youngs, people like that, who give a lot of effort. Um, but I think the, the fact remains that we're three years into um, a manager's reign now, and I don't really have a clue where we're going. I think we've got what we deserve tonight, which was nothing. They were miles miles away, more organised, better defensively. Um, what can you say? It's just, just the flatness from Saturday. The end of that, it's just carried on into the, tonight for me, and nothing much well, more you can say. All right, though, weren't it? Yeah, the though, thought, the you know, it, yeah, there was a bit of. Everyone was a bit up for a bit. The end of that, I think it's just carried on into tonight, and it's just flat again, isn't it? Yeah. When you talk about a big night at home in the Champions League before Christmas, it probably goes to show how far we've uh, we've slipped really, because we don't we're not used to welcoming top sides to Old Trafford. <laughs> At this stage, because we're usually the uh, the top side in the group as the coefficient goes, so um, I think tonight was a test of our, uh, you know, where we are in terms of the bar in Europe. And for me, uh, we spectacularly failed because I think, you know, all right, we came out in the second half and it was a bit better, but I felt like Juventus were almost saying, well, you, you, you yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I was overestimated with third, but yeah. Um, we wouldn't have scored, we would have still been there now. Um, and Juventus knew that. And they were just looking to pick us off. And the fact that they didn't, didn't really matter because they, they got the goal in the back. The thing is, it's just mentioned about the elite teams in Europe. It, 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 interestingly, it did feel like that because we've been so fortunate with draws, haven't we, in terms of teams we've played. It does actually feel like ages since we've played one of those sort of big, yeah. big hitters, doesn't it? And we got really <laughs> badly shown up in terms of how far off we are, didn't it? Yeah, and you know, United normally measure themselves against your Liverpool's cities, and so it's pretty difficult for me to, to weigh up. I was asking Aaron in the game whereabouts Juve are in terms of favourites for the European Cup, um, because I've always considered City to be probably better than them the last couple of years, um, but they, they were. I've, I don't think I've seen us be so far off a team and, than we were in that first half. They, it, it was absolutely unbelievable. They've been yeah. threatening for the last two or three years now to eventually end up winning it and they've ended up having Barca or Real Madrid but I think 
obviously we signed Ronaldo and that it's given him another He's that though, but I mean I I was um saying at half time I watched um Spurs last year and I know they're not Spurs out, but in the in the first leg at um Juventus's ground I thought Spurs were the better team. Yeah, and I, I don't think I don't consider I don't respect Spurs in any way, me. So the thing is, I, I just think, you know what, where are we going? We're, we're miles technically we're miles off everyone. Yeah, Juventus have been knocking on the door the last few seasons. Did they get beat four one in, in uh, the first of Real Madrid's last three titles? But they've not changed the back the, the centre half since then. They're just they're ageing, aren't they? And they just never really look threatened tonight. And a few occasions they got lucky, admittedly, but we're never threatened a couple of old blokes at the back and then, you know, to make matters worse, they've got a 37-year-old lad on at the end to show things up. Yeah. Which well, I, think you, <laughs> I think you said it. Recruitment-wise, well, yeah, fair few things, yeah, which I'm not happy about. But, yeah. um, but uh, recruitment-wise, they've just... You've been getting grief over this derby oh, ticket. No, yeah. <laughs> We've drawn a line under this. We said on the bus, didn't we, at Chelsea, we've drawn a land it'll never get mentioned again. It's been mentioned four times since we got back to the... No, it's... Um, I mean, Juventus, ageing defenders. With, I mean, United's striker. I, I actually don't know what's going on, to be quite honest. I think... Um, I, 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 I can understand people saying... People were giving me grief the other day because I, I was saying he's, he's, a, he's not agile enough. But he's not. How can you say he is? You know, and he's not always been like that. You know, I don't remember me thinking he was that bad last year. But every time he touches the ball, he's just waiting for him, you know, to lose it. And you know, United needed him to hold that ball up tonight, really, and it's uh, just fucking bouncing off. It him. really showed tonight how he's nowhere near. Tonight, that's probably his worst performance what do you tonight. Think I think, like, do you know, in terms of like people at the club. You know, they must be seeing how, how often he's losing the, the ball. Th- the thing is, I, I think we're getting to the point now where we'll probably all get slated tomorrow for being negative on here, but how can you be anything but? I think we've got to the point now where we're feeding off scraps of comfort. Yeah, we were good for 20 minutes at Chelsea, but, you know, when that six minutes went up a weekend, you know, I couldn't for the life of me see us, see us holding out. And, you know, I don't... I really don't want to start talking about back in the day, but, you know, if anyone's got the old 708 DVD at home and that season, just pop it on tonight before you go to sleep and you'll need a box of Kleenex <laughs> for one reason or the other because, you know, it's, it, we're absolutely worlds apart and really, you know, people keep saying, yeah, but we've got the players, but it, it's square pegs in round holes and players who don't want to show for the ball, that passage of play in the first half where we, we didn't seem like we got the ball off them for 20 minutes, they're all on the toes, they're looking lively. When we got the ball, it was like a pump through the middle and hope that one of us would get on the end of it. And, it, you know, it was you akin to... What they're trying to do, do you? Uh, you game, know, I've, game, yeah. you know, I've watched a few games at Spotland for me since and, you know, pump, pumping balls through the channels and it's not Manchester United, it's, it's borderline embarrassment. It's you know. the same pattern again, like, first 10 minutes, we've, you know, had a little bit of a go. Let them get in. So as soon as they got into the game, we didn't have... Every really one of their players it. fits the system, yeah. though, don't yeah, they? Exactly. We've just got, like, two lumps. Like, we've got a, a toddler playing behind the striker and we've got an heavyweight boxer up front. It's like, <laughs> fucking hell, you know, what are we trying to do? And then, I mean, then, Marty, then two brain you know, quick lads on the wings. Don't start me. Future's bright here, isn't it? <laughs> And then everybody blames Chris Smalling. Yeah. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Fellaini uh, gets a bad press, doesn't he? But you could be forgiven for thinking tonight that he, you know, he was in there, but he'd had an haircut because Matic, he's, he's no different he's in terms of attributes. His passing's yeah. the absolute piss. He's, he's, not, he's, not, he's not mobile. Um, We've taught him that. <laughs> well, yeah, so players are regressing, so yeah, it does... It does. But, but it's, I mean, coming back to the point, I mean... <laughs> Fucking, I can't. We've just been compared to Rochdale. <laughs> That's pretty damning, isn't it? However accurate. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm just going back to his comment about sitting at home with the DV and a box of tissues. I probably will do that, but with a different DVD. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, um, I'm just coming back to your point, though, about what do people think. Do you know, if this was your workplace, right, and you had, like, an, em- an employee who was just getting away with absolute murder and the boss was absolutely doing that, people would be saying things like, he's shagging him, he's shagging her. They've got to be, you know what I mean? It's that bad. It's almost like the performances are that I, I, far well, off what, yeah. that he just seems absolutely bomb-proof that he can't even either be dropped 
or fucking substitute him. Well, that's what I said to him. I, I said I said on this podcast a year ago that you know if Mourinho stays at United and does well, he's going to have to change his ways of thinking, and I still believe that. And I actually believe that he's not learning anything because if if United lost the next fifteen games, he probably wouldn't be managing all. But if he was, United would still be playing Romelu Lukaku as a lone striker and Matic in front of the back four. He would want you know he's not. He's play, he's, you know, I don't want to talk about shapes and formations too much because you know it's, uh, <laughs> you know, fo- football has moved on where it's not as rigid as it, as it once was, where it's a four-three-three. But that's what he's playing, isn't he? But he's, he's basically he's got a lump up front. But when he had a lump up front at Chelsea, he had two genuine wingers either side. We've not. We've got what you can call two failed strikers who are playing either side of a failed striker himself because. <laughs> well, that's it. You look at you look at some of the things that they do on the pitch, and you think it's just thick. There's not a football brain there, is there? Yeah. You know, who, who who would you take to the pub and have a pint with and expect to learn anything about football from on that pitch? Well, we had this on Saturday, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we did actually. We, yeah. we, we, we had to, we had that we had that exact debate on the bus. Who, who, which United player would you go for a pint with? And, yeah, yeah. I would go for a pint with any of them. I said Fellaini. I'd, I'd, I'd have a glass of red wine with a hair and that's about it. <laughs> I said Fellaini. I reckon Fellaini would be a good crack out. He'd, he'd go to Mulligan's yeah. and stay out. Yeah. yeah. We said, didn't we say Fellaini would be the one who says at like 11 o'clock when we just ran? We said he'd be the one who goes, Mojo's his own till four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing on the. Um, you mentioned though about the. Uh, I, know we, I know we're sort of tongue in cheek about the, the supposed intelligence of our, fo- of our forward line, but game intelligence. Is a na- is a massively important part of the game, isn't it? And we do seem thick as fuck, don't we? Some of them set pieces tonight. It's like so, you know, obviously there was a bit of a plan, weren't they, to load the box up for it? Fucking hell! Try beating the first man. You know what? What, they, what the fucking hell are they thinking? If they were on the chase, they'd, they'd be they'd need some pushbacks, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do appear to be settling for second best. No, totally. You can, you can look at it tonight. Yeah, Ashley Young was our best player, but what he get anywhere near any, any top side no, in no. I mean the thing is though I, I, I mean this is the thing and you've just hit the nail and I thought about it if we're going to be honest about coming out on um, of Stamford Bridge on Saturday at the end of the day we were buzzing off something that deep down even our probably our best second half performance of the season yeah. um, was not good enough to beat one of the better sides in the league and that's pretty damning that and Ultimately, now we're very, very reliant to win games on people just having off days. We're not good enough to go toe to toe with somebody on their day and, and, and compete with them. Because today, the disappointing thing was, is I thought Juventus were okay. I thought they were set up form formation well. I thought they were organised, but I didn't think they were that good to watch. And I, th- my, I kept thinking, City are tear these to pieces. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But they just, they just know how to play their game, and they know what. Each, everyone, each one of them knows what they're doing and what they have to do, and that's the big difference. And yeah, that's pegs in round holes, aren't they? Who'd heard of half of their team before? You know, mm-hmm. bringing it back though is, is I know, I mean, Mourinho's guilty of bringing some of these players to the club, but he's not guilty of bringing all of them. Um, I mean, you saying he signed a lot of players, haven't you? Well, yeah, he signed ten players, I think. Um, and no, don't ask me to reel them off, but you know, you look back over the transfer window where he, where he first arrived up until the summer, and I think he has signed ten players, and you know, he's he's signing players, and then he's he's ridiculing them, and then, uh, well, no, apart from diving out the way about forty-two penalties <laughs> the other week, um, you know, but he kept us in the tie in under under ninety minutes, wasn't it that night? But he's not he's not developed any, hasn't he? So he's not a coach, is he? No, and the, the, when when I see all this stuff on you know Facebook about Twitter about Mourinho being our manager and stuff like that, I, d- I don't really understand where people. Are. I can understand them getting behind his you know charisma and his his fight, but I, United have he's been, he's been here for years now. I don't know what we're trying to do. I can't see any players improving. It's quite the opposite. I, I don't really understand how people can be positive. And what what position are we in now? Is it ninth? Tenth. We're tenth in the league and right, okay. out of the league so, cup. And uh, I don't know where. I don't know what. We're we're just, like, first round of the FA Cup. <laughs> and we're, we're you know we're nearly in November now. Yeah. And it's being serious. I know. And I, I, there's nobody. There's no United fan that wants me to do him to do as well as I do. But what what is this to be positive you about? You don't know what to expect from one game to the next Sunday. Yeah. Everton yeah. at home, routine three points, isn't it? Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm sick to death talking about those from the other side of the city. But every time I, I look at me, uh, me app on my phone, the tune will open. It's like that's what we used to be like. They, um, I was looking at their, they're, they're already plus 23 goals, right? Yeah. They're 10 clear of second place. And are we still on minus one? Yeah. <laughs> We're minus one goal difference going into fucking, going, going into no, nearly November. Nearly November. more goals now than Mourinho's Chelsea side did in a whole other one of the title winning seasons. That, I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. And he's, that, that, that's the thing, you know, you could, you could point to things mm. like, yeah, but he's, he is learning, he's like developing some stuff, he's, you know, bringing mm. some players on or he's um, changing his ways in something, but mm. he's not, is he? No. That's the problem. I think it's, yeah. you made a good point there before. Fucking subside, does it? That's very unlike him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Um, I mean, some, some of them must just have it written in their fucking contract. Is it even sub matter? Fucking hell! Normally subs matter after bringing matter on as a sub. Yeah, I went with about five minutes left and nothing. Right. No yeah, subs have been made. Yeah. He'll be shattered, won't he? Never does ninety minutes. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, no, I, I, yeah, it's. Um, it's tough to watch. I mean, the, the point you just made there, though, about what are we getting behind with me? And I think that's actually a really good point. And it's, I'm sort of looking at myself as much as I mean, I'm actually enjoying... Some people, you know, like when you see him like saying, I want to stay at Old Trafford, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And that's something what I wanted to see when he started at United. But, but you also want him to coach and play yeah, better football, don't you? We're not, we're not, I just don't see anything changing. Like I said, if, if United lost the next 15 games and he was still manager, which would Lukaku would still be so from for United. Would still be do, would still be, you know, playing the same type of football. But it's not going to work, is it? It's outdated. That's one of his problems. Because the favourite he will not change no matter how bad the playing. That's my biggest issue with him. And he's got his favourites and the ones that he falls out with. You don't see him for. Where's Fred, for instance? Where, where's he gone? He spent a lot of money on him. Played played his best game against Wolves. Yeah. Not fucking seen him since. Yeah. yeah. No, well, he's uh, he's backing the wrong horses, as they say, isn't he? In, in some some cases. Yeah. Uh, what was your, do we know? How, uh, I presume Valencia played one all. Um, so what does that leave the group? Are we going to finish? On four and then on two, doesn't it? Yeah, right. Valencia on two, yeah. but they've got um, young boys next, haven't they? And we at home, okay, and we've got, yeah, we got we've got we've got Juventus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can see us there with two games each to play. One of theirs will be against Juventus. I suppose we're still in pole position well not not first position but we're in position to qualify second now yeah but for those of us who want to go to Azerbaijan um, you know that's uh, you know we need to we need need to think about how this pans out yeah if if we're gonna gonna invite Sevilla to Old Trafford and shit ourselves again then what's the point may may as well be in that other tournament so I mean you know something needs to change and quick doesn't it because I can just see it the longer he stays he's that stubborn he's not going to change his ways going to have to sit through that all season and it's just going to be he's, like you say he has his favourites he has a lump up front doesn't like bringing him off he was the same as Latam, wasn't he the best thing that happened that, that season was Latam getting injured we wouldn't have won the Europa League as Latam not done his knee that night two games into this like the, this difficult run now and we haven't won any of them already mm. and, we've still, and we've still got yeah, yeah, it's like it's like you're, you're even looking at Bournemouth away now and going, fucking hell, it's going to be hard work. You know, Ed, Eddie, 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 fucking how he's going to put a side out against it that's going to make it tough. Yeah, it could, it could, it could get very. Yeah. They've got a plan. They know what they're doing. They play decent football. Yeah. Sunday will be hard because they're in, they're on a good run as well. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, it looks as if United are still in a position where they can get out of this group, but it's. Uh, What's your I don't want to revert to a defeatist attitude on the whole, you know, as, as a follower of Manchester United, but it's just, what is the point if we're not going to change anything? Because it's clearly not working at the minute. You know, th- those players tonight, they weren't on the reels. There were 50-50 balls where they should have, you know, there weren't 50-50 balls because they should have easily won them. And Juventus players are coming out and stopping. I just don't think the arts in there that, yeah, they, you can't say that somebody has played for the manager because they've managed to turn it round against a team that's going to get relegated yeah. at home. Um, and you can't say that a, a team's playing for the manager because they give the goal away at Stamford Bridge and somehow managed to turn it round. It's got to be more consistency than that and there's, there's got to be more application. I'm just not seeing it. Yeah. I thought, um, on, a, on a positive note, I thought Pogba was good tonight, me. I thought he did all right. Um, lots... He's probably playing. He's, yeah, he's yeah. playing because he's, he's angling for a move, isn't he? I think that's Ronaldo coming out in it. Yeah, 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 we can hear can hear lots of noise in the in the, in the distance um, out of the studio window. Sounds as if um, 
yeah, there's, but there was quite a lot of media, media wave fans knocking around tonight. I have to say they, uh, they were quite quite heavily mobbed up, so it's going to make going over there quite interesting. Yeah, I think uh, Aaron mentioned that. Uh, I think they handpicked the, the Italian waiters who were friendly. Especially <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's me. I mean, we've not been there for a long time, but it is. Uh, it's, 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 Seven-inch souvenir, and they were interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not the first seven-inch thing he's had refused on. Well, um, just a quick one on, obviously, then tonight. Give us a man of the match. Um, I, I think I'm going to go just about with Pogba. Actually, I actually thought Lindelof played all right tonight. I'm going to go with him. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I, th- I thought I thought Pogba played well tonight, but it didn't didn't come to any fruition, did it? Yeah, I think um, this, you know the ones that I was upset about being caught out were probably Matic and Luke Shaw tonight. I thought he was a bit all over the show. Luke Ma- Shaw. Matic was I thought Matic was poor tonight. Um, I I thought Lindelof had probably his best game for United, um, and credit to him. I think there was a couple of quite important interceptions yeah. and clearances and I also think he looked for the first time just a little bit more composed when he actually had the ball as well so he looked more at home against those um, you know continental type teams I it's think he's slower in it struggles against yeah. likes of Glenn Murray doesn't he and you know you, um, which nine Juventus players are having our starting line <laughs> yeah fair enough um, Stu Edwards isn't here but um, his man of the match he's, he can't find anyone and he's not picking anybody so uh, yeah, he asked me to pass that on well um, quick one then on just uh, ahead of the weekend we've got Everton coming up um, got to win it I think yeah and I think that's a really bad game to have as well and I know you know if you, if you get beat off a big team at home you can have excuses. Um, you, if you get beat away, you can have a few excuses. But I think Everton at home is an horrible fixture when you're when you probably. Uh, would you say? How, how, do you think he's far off the sack? I don't know. I, I can't really figure it out. Me. I still think he may be gone in November. May I still maintain that? If we, especially if we don't win on Sunday as well, and if it's a bad performance, I think he's even more in danger. Everton decent attacking wise, yeah. I said if he's 12 points off the top of the league by November, then he has got to go, hasn't he? I think the um, I think the decision to make somebody go, though, is often governed by, right, well, who's going to come in and replace? Because it's not like Moyes where you could give it, you know, I know we joke about giving gigs till the end of the season, but they could have given gigs till the end of the season, you know what I mean? Because it was a handful of games, I think it was four. Whereas Van Gaal, the button got pressed because Mourinho was available, so... I think this decision ultimately is going to be based on two things. It will be based on, is this now damaging the club financially, which is all they're asked about? And secondly, is there somebody who can come in here and, and replace that? And if none of those scenarios happen, he's staying, isn't he? Going back to Van Gaal, Mourinho was available for six months, wasn't he, prior to uh, Van Gaal leaving? We all remember after... <coughs> Was it the defeat at Stoke on Boxing Day? Yeah, I thought um, that, When we thought, well, if he doesn't go I'm today... I'm fuming. Yeah. If he doesn't he go today... He, he was like, if I get off this coach back in town in an hour and he's not gone up. You were going mental, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I can't remember, to be honest. I'm, I'm just... Um, <laughs> that also didn't surprise me. It was yeah. a long day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I just... I, I feel... Um, I don't want to be a moaning bastard, but I just don't see any... Anywhere where we're going at all, I just see players, no, no players improving, no system forming, no tactics forming. I just see the same people there, there every week, despite being, you know, especially in the case of Lukaku, absolutely so ineffective. And um, where do we go? I, I, I really don't know. I honestly think, I don't see it getting any better, even if he does go. I honestly don't, because it's you've got the same set of players. This, this season, it's the angover for the end of last yeah, season, isn't it? The last, have to spend the last half, knows how many million. The last half dozen games lost. Well, what's going to happen then? Mm. It's the same thing again. Cycle of shit carries on, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, do you know, what I feel, I feel like I should, uh, I feel like I should do a like gun crime. What you should do and just say, look, these things are extremely rare. Don't have nightmares, but it's every fucking week. <laughs> it's, diff- it's difficult, isn't it, when you. Need, <laughs> You know. he actually used to say that? Yeah, yeah, don't have nightmares. These, these crimes are very rare, so please don't have nightmares. <laughs> Mate, I'm watching this shit every week now. When, when you, um, it's difficult, you don't want a knee-jerk reaction, do you? Especially when you're doing a podcast straight after and, you, you know, you have to take a step back. But that, the thing I always ask is, who's improving what we're trying to do? 
how long has he been here? You know, what what players is he is he favouring? What changes does he make? What changes? How has he evolved the team? Every everything is just fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tonight, I can't I can't actually think of a better way to end it. But I am going to go to Aaron to give to give us a last word just because it'll probably be the last thing he says in here until fucking March. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you know, going out there tonight, we've got a chance to put a few points on the board with Valencia having having not bagged all three and. He didn't make a change, did he? No. At all. So, you know, he's trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, without, nice. without, uh, without signing Kalisha, is that not the first sign of madness? <laughs> possibly. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Well, um, if, if that is, isn't playing Romelu Lukaku for, like, yeah. fucking 90 <clears throat> minutes every week, definitely is. Yeah. Well, if uh, Mourinho has listened to this podcast, if that doesn't send him over the edge, the front cover of that new fucking mag will, um, <laughs> which you can get. Um, we've obviously brought it out tonight. It's still available. We'll have it out at the ground on, uh, on, on Sunday. I believe, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, Colts got stuck, so he could walk the last half mile down Warwick Road. D- we can't even drive from fucking town. <laughs> That's the he, uh, he actually said on... Um, on Sky Sports News that he had walked to the ground and nobody recognised him. Well, he never knew Bloom, who was uh, an infiltrator, did he? Well, I, it, somebody, I, saw, I spoke to somebody before the game, apparently, apparently, and again, this is total, you know, I, I've got no guarantee that this is correct, but I'm going to read it out anyway. But uh, I was told that United are blaming the Lowry Hotel for um, not getting to the game on time the other week um, so they must have had alarm calls set or something like that but apparently now they've United are staying at the cricket club or something that's what I was told before the game but someone then did tell me that Mourinho had literally walked from his hotel into yeah. into. could have left a tunnel couldn't they from the cricket club yeah you could do yeah absolutely they should just stay in hotel football and walk across this fucking, if they want to, if they want to get down that route yeah yeah so yeah um, we can't win games of football uh, we can't get a coach to the ground on time and uh, the managers actually just abandoned both and uh, decided to walk to town so lots of happy times ahead um, reminds me of a monkey bus trip to Villa Park a few years ago right uh, Aaron good to have you back um, see you soon bloomy cheers and thanks a lot um, we'll be back after the game on uh, Sunday Hopefully we'll have something a little bit more positive to talk about, but until then, cheers. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win, as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.